Peace and blessings. This is Muslims for Peace podcast. You have tuned into Muslims for Peace podcast. Please subscribe to our channel. What compelled you to create organizations such as the 365 Islamic Entertainment Network and the Imam Ali Conference? What were slash are you hoping to accomplish with the creation of these organizations? I believe that we must be able to uh, expand our reach and that is why we created the 365 Islamic Entertainment Network which is meant to be a digital platform um, to showcase the diversity in our community uh, the strong abilities in our community um, and that is why uh, amongst the most popular of our activities is the Imam Ali Conference, annual Imam Ali Conference and uh, in every panel it's a two-day full-fledged conference where in every panel we have one female panelist and one male panelist and the moderators in each panel shift one panel is moderated by a man and another one is moderated by a woman um, because I believe that for the first time in the Muslim community we have uh, been able to show the entire world that um, we are a community of uh, a lot of abilities and talents within, uh, you know, regardless of gender. We also have inclusivity where we um, bring people from uh, different levels of religious affiliations, backgrounds, nationalities, uh, professions. Uh, so you, we for example had the Archbishop Cardinal Similarly, we, we had a marja, who is the highest ranking authority in our faith. Um, we also had athletes and artists and, and scholars and, and politicians and journalists um, to come to uh, and present under one theme. So that is what I was, you know, that is uh, the digital platform. We live in a digital age and... That is one thing that I was hoping to accomplish through the 365 Entertainment Network. And the reason why we didn't name it uh, a religious network was because I believe that um, we need new ways to engage the audience. And we need a one-stop shop for all of our issues. So that is why, for example, we discuss uh, banking, we discuss cryptocurrency, we discuss uh, stock market, we discuss mental health, we discuss art, we discuss history, um, we discuss fashion, um, because I believe that we need to create a one-stop shop for our community because religion is one of the things that is important to us, but then there is a variety of other needs um, that we must cater to. Why do you place special importance on teaching our youth about Islamic practices and promoting their involvement in the religious community? You know, I believe that our, the youth are our future. I believe that uh, the future of Islam depends on them. And uh, we must be able to prepare them well to become the best of ambassadors for the religion of Islam. I believe that we have to change our method of teaching um, when we engage with the youth. Um, I believe that there are circumstances where they may spark a moment in 
the life of our youth which may actually disengage them from faith and God. And those moments are when they go to school and they're asked about, for example, the attack on Salman Rushdie or uh, whether the Prophet is a man of peace or man of war. Uh, for example, why is it that inheritance is, uh, is more for a man than a woman in the religion of Islam? Um, and the likes of those questions. Are women given freedom in the religion of Islam? Why, do, why are women, for example, forced to wear the head cover? And so on and so forth. And I believe that instead of teaching them very detailed historical accounts, I believe instead of teaching them very complex and complicated rules and regulations, first we have to build the confidence within them in regards to Islam. So we have to bring the uh, most common questions and misconceptions about Islam that they face at school, at work, at college, you know, and on the media and elsewhere. And we work on those foundations so that they are confident Muslims, so that they believe in their faith, they appreciate their faith. And that is how they're able to take that message with confidence to others outside the Islamic faith. Um, and that is how we can ensure a better future for the religion of Islam. That is why I believe that there is, I, I, my emphasis are the youth. But it's not a new phenomenon. I believe that all the prophets actually uh, and that, that this is something that is mentioned, it's a notion that is mentioned in the Quran, where um, people mocked the prophet Noah, saying that all your followers are a bunch of kids, youth. And, he, uh, and similarly, the prophet Muhammad and every other prophet. So they radiated around the youth, and they wanted that youth energy. And there's so much emphasis by our prophet and our uh, members of the Ahlul Bayt, his progeny, that we should, if we were to have our energy divert in, in, in a specific path and it should go towards the youth um, for many reasons. One is that they uh, are more likely to be inclined towards justice, equality, um, and they at that age tend to be more receptive towards change and a new message versus people who are set in their ways and it's very difficult for us to change those ways. But specifically in the West and in America, I believe that we need to create proud Muslims, strong Muslims. And uh, that is why I have dedicated my time um, for the youth and for the future of Islam in this country.